Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Well, if you found us somewhere online or if you're listening live to us right now, I want to thank you for finding the time to do that. How, how did you do that? Because <laughs> it's not easy and we appreciate that. Time management, such a big challenge in our personal lives and in our professional lives and that workplace balance between work and home life, getting that all right is a game changer in making you feel so much better about your life. We are going to talk about that today, and here's some strategies and some tips from somebody who does personal and professional development coaching, career coaching, leadership coaching. She does HR consulting. She's done that for many, many years in in many different uh, human resource aspects, but what makes her radically different? is that she harnesses the power of energy, which a lot of coaches don't. And it's super cool. She is Lori Cavaliero, and she's back with us. Hey, Lori, how are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you today? Doing great. Doing great. And everything we're going to talk about today, uh, my ears are way open because I'm challenged by it. Even today, time management, it's it's not easy. Fitting all those things in a day and I don't even, honestly, I don't even know where to begin with this, Lori. Where do we start? <laughs> okay. Well, let me start by saying that I do, I am working with a lot of clients on this topic. Um, they come to me and they're looking for help with work-life balance, time management. And um, so, you know, what I find is that people feel overwhelmed. They have too much to do at work. They have a lot of activities with their family after work, and they just are not finding enough time for themselves. So they can be feeling stressed. They can be feeling burnt out, and they're saying that they need help. So that's what I've been working with them on is, you know, how do they, you know, weave that time in? You know, why is it important and things of that nature. Are you using certain apps and things like technology to help you with your time management? That's a good question. I, well, I personally am not. The only app that I use and I do recommend to clients is meditation apps. If they are trying to carve out time in their day for themselves, um, that is one of the strategies. So let me back up um, a minute and just further clarify that what, I believe happens to people is that, again, we have so much that is, you know, draining us during the day or taking and utilizing our time and our mental time and our physical abilities, all of that. We need to to prioritize and find things to refill our bucket, refill us up, give us that, you know, joy and peace and happiness or find those hobbies, things that you enjoy doing reading, it may be exercise, you know, Um, it may be meditation, which is why I mentioned the meditation app. So it's, I help clients determine kind of what are they, what do they enjoy doing and what are they not getting enough time to do for themselves and being unapologetic about making that time for themselves and honestly being selfish. I heard Matthew McConaughey speak about this topic recently, and it was really inspiring me uh, to me as well, because he talks about how being selfish is good 
because then you have more to give to your work, to your family and others if you're refilling your bucket. So mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in this. Uh, that, that, there it is. I'm taking tomorrow off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, these things you don't realize until you do them. And I'm going to share something with you. And I guess it, 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 does, it does connect with, with what you're saying. I'm always moving. I'm always doing something with somebody, making plans, doing this, doing that. And I'll talk to people and I have lots of friends who are women and they'll tell me, I'm just laying in bed. I'm spending my Saturday in bed. I'm just watching TV on a heated blanket and I'm just chilling out. And I find myself not being able to do that. And I started doing it. And then I, it reframed my whole view of it because... I, I looked at it as, oh, you are you jerk. You are being productive. You are, th- because by doing nothing, you're doing something to recharge yourself, to get clarity, to come up with creative ideas, even if you're just laying around in bed, doing nothing. Yeah. So now I have a ritual yeah. on the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, depending on what I'm doing. I just lay in bed. I got, you know, <laughs> Duncan. Well, if it's working for you, that's. Great, you know. Duncan um, shows up but, at the door with my coffee and, and breakfast sandwich, and I treat myself. And I, I don't even like watching TV. I get bored, but I'll leave it on in the background, and I, and I just chill. But I found, oh, you know, that's the reset. So really, what you just said, where we think we're being selfish, or maybe we are with our time, it is a good thing. It's it's for the greater good of all, you and everybody in your life. Yes, it's so important to find those things that recharge you um, and give you energy and fill you back up and give you time to, whether it's just chilling like you said, or it's you know, reading or it's riding a bike or it's you know walking, whatever kind of just fills you back up is really important because it's just going to give you more energy. It's just going to help you be more you know, mentally clear and focused and being able to be more productive in the, in the other aspects of your life. Really good. In terms of productivity type apps, of course, Google calendars, you can put it all there, color coded, it's great. Um, I use a few other ones. Is there, are, are there are there any you suggest um, that, that work for you? Yeah, I to be honest with you, I am more of a planner type of person versus an app in terms of scheduling myself. Well, obviously I'm I, I use the Microsoft suite of products and what I do for my work, but you know, I use Microsoft to, and Outlook, you know, to help me, you know, plan. And there are tools within that that I haven't even tapped into that I think can help you manage your calendar and manage your time. Um, and, you know, you're, you can, you know, create, you know, a list of, of projects and items that you need to get done and due dates and things like that. Whatever works for you, whether it's an app, whether it's a journal, um, I'm sorry, like, a, you know, a planner, something along those lines. Getting it down in some form or fashion, I do believe it's helpful um, because then it gets it out of your head so that you give your head and your brain more space to, like you said, do creative things or you know, do, utilize your brain for other things than worrying about you know, forgetting something that needs to get done. So that's, that's a big piece of it. Wow. Okay. And, you know, there's a few. I have an app called Any do so it's any dot do do um i find that's helpful you know with reminders it's free uh you can pay if you want premium you don't honestly i you don't really need it for for the more than basic stuff that we do 
when it comes to the, we're talking about time management here, but the 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 work balance. You're referring to the work personal or work family balance. Is that right? Yes, and even at work. So to be honest, mm. you know, I have some clients that they've been telling me they are also working on work-life balance and trying to find that time for themselves. But they also were looking for some strategies on, they say that they have a lot of responsibilities. They're trying to, you know, complete projects and, and things that need to get done at work by a specific date. But then they, maybe they're also managing a team. And those people are constantly coming to them and have questions or have fire drills or things that they need help with. And so I've been working with this one particular client on how does she, and actually another client as well, so I think that this is kind of a universal lesson, is that how do you learn to to say, no, I can't get to that right now. I need to focus on this. And, you know, schedule whatever that fire drill is. I mean, obviously, you have to look at what's coming to you and decide, okay, is this something that absolutely I need to drop what I'm doing right now and work on this? Or is this something that I could address, you know, in four or five hours from now or at least before the end of the day? Hmm. And it's being more conscious about things like that so that you can, um, you know, get things off your plate and get projects completed and not feel like you're constantly, you know, behind the eight ball. So really it's prioritization when it comes to work. It is. It does come down to prioritization, um, scheduling too. So putting things in your calendar, if you need some focus time, like an hour a week just to be focused, you know, create, maybe it's creative time, right? Just to think about things. Um, you know, the more that you can put into your calendar and block times to work on different things or do different things, or this is the time during my day, I'm going to go out for a walk, whatever it may be, it really is about being planful, um, and scheduling that time. That's a big help. Hmm. Any tips on scheduling? What works for you when it comes to scheduling that time? Uh, is it is it the the things you want to do the most you put at the beginning of the day or the tasks? You know, call it the lower hanging fruit. Yeah, I mean, I think that you it, you know everybody has a different time of day when they're most productive. So what I would suggest is thinking about okay. When is the time of day that you um, are going to maybe get the most emails? You have to respond to emails, you know, scheduling that in maybe twice a day at different buckets of time. When are you the most productive during the day that you need to really be able to focus and you can focus? Because And that's another thing that I talk to my clients about is giving yourself a bit of grace because we are human and some days we're going to be super productive and get a lot of stuff done and other days we're not. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay. Um, but, you know, kind of getting back to the scheduling thing, I think it's kind of learning and understanding what works for you and, you know, scheduling your time accordingly um, for what's going to work um, and you're going to get the most productivity out of yourself. So, Do you think, Lori, it might be a good idea to look at what you're doing? Do like sort of like an audit, you know, take a look at everything and say, all right, how's this all stack up? What am I doing here? Where am I spending my time? And uh, you might even notice that uh, you're wasting time. Uh, maybe if you just take, you know, 15 minutes, half hour on a Sunday, 
and intentionally plan yeah. your week ahead and set the goals that uh, things might go a little bit better? Yes, absolutely. Planning the night before for your next day, planning the week before on like a Sunday evening or really first thing Monday, that is really, really good strategy to help you, um, you know, plan ahead, be more mindful of your week and making sure that you're, you know, kind of getting done what you need to get done. So for sure, that is a really good habit. It's not easy for everybody, but... Mm. Um, you know, you may have to send yourself a reminder, you know, maybe it's Sunday evenings at seven o'clock, you know, maybe there's a reminder on your phone to, you know, spend 20 minutes, you know, um, planning out some things. And a recent client I've been working with, she plans the night before for what she needs to do to help her kids get ready the next day. Like she'll do as much planning as she can now so that she can go to exercise in the morning and get her kids to school you know, in a more efficient way. So there's a lot to planning um, to be helpful. Yeah, it was funny. I, I said that, and then it, it clicked in my mind that I used to do that, you know, back in the day. I would, on a Sunday, I would sit and just write things down. All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I was just sitting on the floor, you know, with the TV in front of me. Let me plan this out. Let me plan that out. I've often found it can be helpful to get things done when you do things for yourself, like reward yourself. Like I, for me... And it's real, real small and simple, but halfway through my day when I have an opening, I get myself a, a cup of Starbucks coffee. I don't need the caffeine. I use, I'm decaf, right? But it's more of just a treat moment. And the Starbucks is a half a mile away. Um, but it's, it just, it's the carrot at the, the end. <laughs> That's something, and it could be anything like, uh, you know, I'm going home tonight and I'm going to cook a steak. I haven't done it in a while. Mm, can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Those little things, giving yourself a reward. What do you think about that? Yeah, I love that idea. I really do. Um, because you do want to reward yourself for, you know, the accomplishments and all the things that you do during the day. And I think that that's another, you touch on a really good point, which is that, I don't feel that we, as humans, give ourselves enough credit in general for what we are doing, you know, for even just showing up some days, right, and doing the best that we can and getting some things done. And, you know, maybe one day you're getting a couple things done. Maybe the next day you're getting 10 things done. Um, But really even, you know, checking in with yourself at the end of the day, like you said, and maybe give yourself a reward. Um, but just really acknowledging and recognizing the things that you have accomplished um, is is really important for peace and uh, overall happiness and fulfillment. Yeah, and it's just, you're giving yourself some grace. Like, uh, And sometimes I'll do that cup of coffee uh, before I start work. I'll pick it up on the way. And again, it's not for me, it's not about the caffeine. I don't need the coffee to energize and stay awake. It's almost a... You deserve this. You got a big day ahead, and you're going to start it off with something for you. <laughs> yeah. And I think it goes back to Matthew McConaughey and uh, what you said that he said that it's okay to be selfish. Yeah, you know, it's okay to be a little mm-hmm. bit selfish. It is. It really is. Um, you know, because again, it's if we don't, we aren't. It's a way to honor ourselves and and reward ourselves, as you were saying, and just believing in ourselves that we are important and we forget that as individuals. That doesn't mean that we're so selfish that we don't think about other people or do other things for other people or whatever, but we do have to have some of that for ourselves, and it's okay to do that. Um, And for everybody, it looks different, right? 
So for you, it's going to Starbucks. Sure. For other people, it's going to the gym, you know. So whatever works for you is really important. So. Uh, on the topic of selfish, and it's not, but it could be perceived that way, uh, it's very simple. No. Learn to say no. It's okay Ooh. to say no. And yeah. I've learned, and, and it's not easy, no is mm-hmm. a complete sentence. You don't always have to give a long excuse. It could be, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, or I, I would yeah. love to, but I can't. Don't have to go into a long uh, full explanation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, it's, you know, I actually talk a lot with, with, with friends on this topic too, is learning to say no and some clients as well. It's not easy to say no. And especially for some people, they're people pleasers. There's a lot of people pleasers out there and they, they, you know, it, it, I think it comes down to, again, if you can learn to say no, you are actually honoring yourself in doing that. And so if you can do that subtle mind shift that, no, this is not, I'm not doing, this is not a bad thing saying no. This is actually a positive thing. It's something that's important to me because I need some time to myself right now. Right. So. Yeah. They just need it. It's like, you know, it's like yeah. I love you, but I can't. Um, and you'll know when you can, you, you know, you'll, you'll have that feeling like I, I just, I want to jump in. I want to help do that or take on that project or whatever it might be. Um, but again, we, I don't know what happened in our society, but the guilt thing is just, we feel guilty about everything, not doing things, not finding time for things, not, sometimes we feel guilty that we didn't find time for ourselves, that, that, that we're, we, we guilt ourselves. And I don't know where that came from. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know why that exists either. I, you know, it's, it's probably something more that, um, you know, psychologists would right. know a ton about. Or, or a society but... thing. Or a society thing. Where, yeah. where Or maybe it is because, you know, if you talk to psychologists, the majority of us feel that we're not good enough. So we just keep jumping in, trying to help. You know, I just thought of another thing uh, about the whole time management and work balance. The multitasking, it sounds like you can, but you really can't. It doesn't, it doesn't work. And that's, that's according to science. I mean, they've made it clear that it cuts your efficiency. It's not a good thing when you try to, you know, jump from one thing to the other thing, to the other thing, do it one thing, complete the task, move on to the next thing, right? Yes, and, you know, there's just so much coming at us today with multiple emails and phones and texts, and there's just so many ways that data and information is coming to us at any given moment that it's, you know, we are kind of at this critical point right now where, you know, people really can get burnt out and, and have trouble focusing because of all of that. So I like what you said. I think that's important is, Again, trying to be more planful and disciplined about maybe, you know, when it comes to social media and things like that, if it's important to you, well, then schedule time. Say, you know what, I'm going to do like, you know, a half an hour of that a day or whatever it is, but because people can get sucked into that, you know, they can get sucked. I hear clients talk to me about this. There's things they want to do at night for themselves, but they wind up getting sucked into hours and hours of social media and, 
it, before you know it, you know, your whole evening's gone, and, and then you don't feel good about yourself. So, again, it, you know, I feel like it kind of comes back to being very planful and disciplined about where and how you're spending your time and doing sort of an analysis and an audit, as you had mentioned earlier. You know, there are ways to kind of streamline your day if you really want to take a look at it, you know, and especially if you're in like a corporate environment, you may be involved in too many committees. Maybe there's certain meetings that you don't need to be attending. You know, it's things like that to take kind of a critical look at, you know, where is my time best spent um, overall at work and at, at home and then being planful about that. A hundred percent. And this is just part of what you offer when you work with clients. And the reason we're talking about it today is because a lot of clients are dealing with time management situations and, and trying to navigate that. Uh, imagine what your life would look like if everything was all balanced out and things were just flowing and it'd be so much more fun and you would feel good. <laughs> more, yeah. more confidence too, because I feel like I got this as opposed to I'm always catching up. I don't have enough time. I'm not jumping into what I'm doing because I've got one foot in the last thing I was doing over there. Uh, to get our most potential out of ourselves when it comes to all of this stuff, work and, uh, and, and home life, uh, starts with a conversation with you, right? Yes. I mean, I, as a, you know, personal development and leadership coach, I can help people um, really do sort of that deep self-awareness of what's going on, you know, what's, what's troubling them, you know, what, where are the areas in life where they're not feeling, you know, peaceful or mm -hmm. they're not feeling satisfied. And that's kind of where we start, you know, we kind of look at all the different areas and aspects of their life and, and that's it's sort of the jumping off point where we decide, okay, well, what are the areas you want to focus on first? Um, and you know, then we'll then we'll jump in and, and dive into that sort of category or topic first. Um, but yes, um, I have some really good tools and strategies and things um, to help people um, create that deep self awareness and create some mind um, mind shifts, and so that they can create some sustainable behavior change. And your website, super simple to find. How do we do that? How do you spell it? Just want to, It's your last name, but I want to make sure everybody's got it. Yes. So it's cavalerocoaching.com. That's C-A-V-A-L-L-E-R-O coaching.com. Free uh, consult or starting point conversation you offer? Yeah. Just go there, click on the button, schedule a free consultation with me or work with me, and it will take you right to my calendar. Um, and you can book 30 minutes with me that's free. And, um, yeah, it's, it'll be a great time for me to get to know um, you and you to get to know me and decide if you want to work with me. Well, there it goes right there. You even have a calendar up on your website. <laughs> so talk, <laughs> talk about managing the time properly for you and everybody else. And, Lori, radically different you are. Not only are you an amazing leadership coach, but your HR background gives you a look at what, people deal with and what their challenges are. Uh, and then the energy aspect that you tap into that to help people, it's like you have a full arsenal and it's, it's fantastic. Thanks for being here today. Thanks so much, Steve. It's a pleasure. Same here. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. 
It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was gonna do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. Just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.